Hello and welcome everybody to another great episode of the Best Life Fresno podcast. I'm joined today by Mindy Wilds, Associate Vice President and Executive Director at WellBe Health Sequoia Pace. We're here to talk to you today about the services her organization offers, how you can get involved, and the good that they're doing in the community. So thank you for joining me today, Mindy. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So let's get started with what is Pace? What, what can people expect from Pace? All right. Um, so PACE is an acronym that stands for um, providing all-inclusive care to the elderly. Um, it is a federal and state program that um, participants, we call our, our um, attendees participants, not clients or patients, but participants because they participate in their care. Um, they come into our program and they receive uh, all of their medical care from us. So we are a completely wraparound program um, for folks that are 55 years or older who live in certain zip codes here in Fresno County. Um, they meet nursing home level of care, but they choose to stay at home and stay in the community. And that's really our goal for this population is keeping folks in the community. Um, PACE was started in San Francisco in um, about 55-ish years ago. Uh, it's been a program that there's about 140 programs across the country. Uh, California, of course, has a ton of them. Um, just because of the fact that it started here. And again, it's such a large state. Um, and we're in about 42 states in the, um, in the country. So um, someone decides, someone who could really be in a nursing home due to their level of care needs, um, but again, their family or they want to stay in the community, want to stay at home, they are the perfect candidates for PACE. Um, we manage them via an interdisciplinary team that includes their physician and or nurse practitioner, uh, RN case managers, social workers, PTs, OTs, dietitians, uh, um, drivers, of course, and transportation. We provide all the transportation and then engagement um, assistants and engagement coordinators so that when you come into the center, which is kind of like an adult day health center, um, you can see the doctor, but you can come also come in and like socialize and hang out with your friends and play bingo and <clears throat> read the newspaper and go on field trips. So it really, when we say that we provide all inclusive care, we truly provide all inclusive care. Um, we are our own Part D program. So our participants get their medications from us. Uh, they get delivered to them. So they're not going to CVS and waiting in line. Uh, they're not arguing with the insurance company because we are their insurance company <laughs> as well, which is a really nice um, which is a really nice thing for them. And again, we just, we provide that wraparound care for them. Um, everything from their durable medical equipment, any kind of hospitalizations, things like that. It has to be authorized by our interdisciplinary team, but we really <clears throat> work closely with our participants to meet their goals and to take care of them the way that they want to be taken care of with the, the things that they want, the goals that they want to meet. That sounds like a really great program. And and you're not kidding when you say all inclusive, it sounds like that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Now you've mentioned the over 55 requirement, mm -hmm. but are there any other requirements for somebody to qualify to be a part of this program? So again, you have to have a skill, you have to have a need that would put you in a nursing home. Every state is different. Um, in the state of California, it could be that you need assistance, um, with some of what we call your activities of daily living. So you need assistance perhaps with bathing, dressing, or grooming. Um, perhaps you have medical diagnoses like um, mental health diagnoses or heart disease, diabetes, things like that. That could be something that would, um, that would, would, would allow you to meet nursing home level of care. Um, again, this, these are people, we have people here who still work. Um, we have people here who drive. So they're not, 
it can be someone who is 100% that we are providing all of the care for them, or it could be, again, that they, they have a little nuance of some kind of a medical condition, which the state of California has said, yep, this person could be in a nursing home, and therefore they're, they're um, good to go to PACE. They also have to be what we call safe in the community, and that's... Um, that's, you know, everyone's idea of safety in the community is different. Um, and there are people who've lived, um, we all don't live the same way. So there are people who have lived in different environments. There are people who are okay living in different environments. And so our team here at Sequoia works really hard um, to meet people where they're at. Again, if your idea of being safe in the community is, you know, is different than mine, that's okay. If you can, you know, if you have a plan for egress, if you have a plan for your safety, things like that, that's that's what we care about. That, and that's really all we care about. We really, again, we try really hard to meet people where they're at. Hey there, folks. I hope you're enjoying the Best Life Fresno podcast so far. Before we get too much further in, I want to take a moment to thank this episode's supporters. This episode is brought to you in part by the support of viewers like you. If you would like to support what I do here at Best Life Fresno, be sure to visit patreon.com slash best life fresno all one word patreon.com slash best life fresno and also by Creatapult. Creatapult is a business strategy and marketing consulting firm serving the fresno area here to help you reach your business goals whether you're a side hustler looking to make a few extra dollars each month or an established business looking to reach a lofty new goal Creatapult has got you covered we analyze you and your business to create a personalized strategy for success. To find out more, visit linkedin.com slash company slash creatapult. That's C-R-E-A-T-A-P-U-L-T. Let's dream, launch, and grow together. Now back to the show. Now, I'm looking to say if I'm looking to qualify, how do I get in touch with you? Is it through directly through the center? Is there a preferred way that people reach out to you and begin that process for certifying? So there's a couple different ways, right? We have, um, I do have outreach specialists. I have an entire marketing department here, right here in Fresno, and there are outreach specialists in that department. So you might see them. We they sometimes um, they sometimes will park out in front of a grocery store if the grocery store is having an event. They'll sometimes be at senior events, things like that. Certainly, <clears throat> our vans are purple. Everything's very bright. We're very very <laughs> much color coded, and so if you see the purple, um, the Welby van or the purple uh, table kind of thing, please feel free, you know, again, to walk up and introduce yourself. Um, but yeah, you can walk into the center here. We're on at 1649 Van Ness. Um, that's an option. Or we do have a um, an 800 number that you can call as well. And I do believe I've seen those around. I know I've seen some of the advertising on the handy ride vans uh, at times. I don't know how, how dated those are, but I've, I've seen that. That's actually how I first heard about Pace. And it had been a program I'd been looking to try to, to reach out to and, and make a connection with for some time now. Now, you've mentioned you've got this team of outreach specialists. Are there other events or anything in the community that PACE sponsors or is routinely a part of? Or is it just kind of looking for those opportunities uh, as opportunities arise? Really right now, Chris, we're looking for those opportunities. Um, we opened up in October of 2020, so in the middle of a pandemic. Um, when we weren't really doing a whole lot of anything, um, activity-wise, obviously, <clears throat> there have been um, there have been additional or there have been events that we have um, attended. We this year we attended the Mong New Year at the fairgrounds at the beginning of the year and had a great turnout there. Um, we've been to the fair last year. We did that. 
Um, we did, we went to the pride walk this year and had a booth there, um, and did, was, a, had a sponsorship there as well. So, um, we will, the OSs are hard workers. I mean, if there's something going on in the community that is senior services related, they're on it. Um, we have some of our senior living centers in, in Fresno that we have relationships with. And so they'll allow us to come in and like set up a fair, um, or some kind of, you know, set up a booth if they're having like a vendor fair of some sort. Um, we will, the OSs will, um, lots of times they'll go to like those senior center type places or senior living places, um, and invite folks to come into our center so that you can see, you can come in and do like a paint and sip in the afternoon, um, and just kind of get an idea of what it's like, the activities that we'll provide, um, you know, and people look to the activities that we provide. Again, people love bingo, right? Bingo is always a fun family <laughs> favorite. Um, once we get them, once you get in and you can see our space and see our building, which is absolutely gorgeous, and it's not like a doctor's office. That's the really cool part. Like you walk in and you're like, oh, this is my living room. Like I could be at home. And that's really the the vibe that we want to give off, that you could be at home. You could just be hanging out with your friends and then get a tap on the shoulder. And there perhaps is a medical assistant saying, okay, come on back. It's time for your appointment now, or it's time for your rehab or something like that. So, um, once people get here and they kind of see that and they feel that and they talk to their friends that are here with them, that seems to win them over. I mean, it's just, it's a, I, I love, I think probably one of the best parts of my day is walking in in the morning and having the the participants. I mean, they're like, Miha, how are you? You know, very much, <laughs> um, just very, they're very engaged and they're very engaged with the staff, you know, and I've, we've talked to the staff, um, Sometimes we are the we are the face that those participants see. We're the you know we're the smiling face. We're the happy face. We are the ones that speak to them when other people don't always speak to them for whatever reason. And so um, we try really hard to promote a, a feeling of family and a feeling of unity with our participants. Um, and I think we've done a, this, this team has done a phenomenal job doing that. Um, we've really we've had a lot of good feel good stories, things that the team have, has gone above and beyond and done for some of our participants. Um, We've had a participant who who um, whose son died unexpectedly. We all got together and kind of paid for funeral expenses. Um, we have had a gentleman who um, had a his bike was stolen. We got him a new bike. Um, I mean, just the cool thing about Pace again in general is just we are the insurance, um, the insurance or the provider and the insurance company. So kind of we don't have we have Medicare and Medicaid guidelines. But if it's the right thing to do for the participant, we can justify it. And we don't have to ask an insurance company. So if we have someone who, you know, today it's 102 degrees outside and they don't have an air conditioner and instead they're going to the homeless shelter or to the hospital, um, we can buy them an air conditioner, put an air conditioner in their home to, you know, to keep them safe in, the, in their home for them. So that's the cool part. I love the part of like where we think outside the box to take care of people. It's just, it's not rote medicine. It's just kind of doing doing the right thing, doing the things that you would want done for your parents kind of idea. Right. Well, that's very interesting. I didn't realize that that was uh, in your capacity to do, but that sounds way better than what my personal experience with you know, Blue Shield has been, which is like, I can't even hardly get medical procedures right. yeah. <laughs> approved sometimes yeah. without pulling teeth, it seems like. So that that's awesome. Now, you've said come in and see us. Is the facility on Venice, is it open for tours if somebody wanted to come in and kind of check the feel out, like, is this right for me? Do you do kind of tours or walkthroughs of what what life would be like working with you? 
Absolutely. We can do all of those things. Um, we are trying at this point, if we do ask if you come into the center that you are um, vaccinated and boosted, um, at least one booster to come into the center, we'd ask everyone to wear a mask while they're here. I mean, we are still a healthcare facility. Um, <clears throat> during normal business hours. If there's something that you want to, if you want to come in and tour when um, when participants aren't here, which would be like after 4.30, then yeah, you can set up a time with one of the OSs and come in and get a tour and kind of see everything. We ask that you would still be masked, but um, <clears throat> it's not, again, just because everyone is, just because everyone is masked at this point still. What time do you open in the mornings then? What, what, what when does the day start? Um, our business hours say that we open at eight. Um, so we are eight to four thirty at this point. Um, the need in Fresno for our services is great. We've got there's a huge need here for um, for these kinds of services for this population. So um, we are talking about other ways eventually to kind of manage more folks. Um, you know, so again, we opened up in the middle of COVID, so our numbers that have been um, in the building have not been maximized yet at this point, but eventually they will be. And so already trying to think about, you know, maybe we need to extend our hours. Maybe we need to have some evening hours. There are a lot of people um, who have worked evenings or nights for, a, you know, for a long, long time. And so they are more comfortable sleeping in and perhaps coming in in, you know, late afternoon, early evening. Um, <clears throat> so we've kind of thrown those things around. Right now we're 8 to 4.30. But again, I don't think, I don't foresee us having a conversation like this a year from now and saying, <laughs> saying those same <laughs> things. Now, if somebody wants to get involved, is there, do you have opportunities for volunteers or people that are looking to perhaps contribute to PACE in some way without actually being an employee on the staff? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we love our community volunteers. Um, you have to go through some certain, um, like a background check and things like that, just because we do work with a, um, with a population uh, and CMS, you know, says that, that that's what we have to, that that's what we have to do, all of our staff members, and that includes our volunteers as well. So there is a way to do that. And at, at this point, you know, just someone coming in and um, uh, helping a participant play bingo or kind of being like a buddy kind mm -hmm. of thing, that would certainly be something that folks could do. Um, we eventually want to, I want to have pet therapy here. Um, you know, so someone who has a pet therapy dog or animal, it shouldn't even, it's not even limited mm -hmm. to dogs anymore. Um, you know, <laughs> someone who has an animal, I want to get those kinds of things on site. Um, again, just kind of working around COVID, you know, we have been fortunate in that we opened in October, we started bringing participants in pretty much right away. I mean, it was kind of like those one-offs. Um, and then beginning in April, 2021, we've been, we've been open to participants ever since. Um, again, limited numbers and they're screening things that they have to do, but you know, people are still coming in, singing, playing bingo, eating lunch, you know, working on exercises, painting, um, all those, all those fun things. How do volunteers reach out to you? Do you prefer they just come in and start talking to somebody? Is there a portal or an application or something that they can find somewhere? Um, we do not have a portal or an application yet. Uh, we do, there is a Wellbe Health Sequoia Pace website. Um, just for, for additional information, um, I would recommend that they just give us a call or um, can come in and, and talk to folks and, um, you know, share their intentions and we can go from there. What has got you excited day to day? What's, what's coming down the pipeline that's probably the number one thing that you're, you're excited for each day? Again, I, 
I, I love my job. I love PACE. I've been working in the PACE model for um, over 12 years, um, started in a program in South Carolina and, and believe wholeheartedly in what we do because I love the way that we can, again, just kind of take care of participants um, by meeting them where they're at and giving them what they need and not, like you said, not making them jump through hoops uh, sometimes like insurance companies do. Having those conversations with participants, those kind of thoughtful conversations about things like end of life, um, again, we've got a very young, vibrant population right now, but we're all aging, right? <laughs> so <clears throat> eventually we're not going to have, you know what I mean? Like we're all going to, we're all going to get to the point where we need to talk about the next stage. Um, I love in this model that we can have, we can start those conversations now with participants. And when we get to the point where it's like an end of life situation, it's not this big shock. We are not, um, one of the last, I was an ICU nurse previously, and one of the last, times in ICU, I remember doing CPR on a gentleman who was like 97 because he hadn't made a decision. His family hadn't made a decision of kind of end of life wishes. Um, and of course, when he coded, we had to code him. Um, I We don't see that in PACE because we have those conversations. We have those relationships. Um, I that is That fills my cup. I love being a nurse um, and being able to take care of people. I think it's been just a, a transition in pace and how we take care of them. Again, we meet them where they're at. It's those basic needs. Um, our participants are not always the easiest to manage either. Um, you know, sometimes it's people who've lived kind of rough lives. It's people who others in society has turned away um, and they're kind of as, at us with a last ditch effort and they might not always be the kindest, but you can, I love to see when you can get through to someone like and they're here and they wanna be here and we have that trust and that bond. I mean, that's just, um, I, can, I have several participants that come to mind when I think about that. Um, for us, specifically at Sequoia, I mean, there's constant growth. There's constant change. Um, we are over 400 participants already in 18 months. Uh, well, closer to, yeah, 22, 23 months, um, over 400 participants. And that's been huge. I mean, we've just, the team has, um, we've hired really good people who want to be here to take care of people. Um, and again, I think that's all of the things that I get to do here as the executive director by taking care of the participants and taking care of the staff that take care of the participants fills my cup every day. That sounds like some pretty tremendous growth happening in a short period of time. Are there any plans to expand to other areas in Fresno County yet? Um, hopefully, eventually, yeah, that's kind of our, we see that there's a need, there's still the need here. So I think that that would definitely be something that we would be open to eventually. Is there room for participation from people that maybe aren't part of the program, but are maybe looking for like just the social aspects? Or is it purely your participant, you're all in or you're all out? <laughs> yeah. um, unfortunately, with the model, the way it currently stands, um, with Medicare and Medicaid benefit being the beneficiary, or we're, they're the payment plan, they're, they're the payment source, um, we are, you're kind of all in or you're all out. Um, there are other PACE programs in the country that have um, kind of had like an adult day health, maybe that's a, a fee for service where you pay to come in. Um, and mingle with the PACE participants. We do not have that yet here at Welby. I don't know if that's something that we would eventually consider. Again, I think there's such a need for those 55 and older who are meeting nursing home level of care kind of thing right now that we 
Um, I think everyone should have this opportunity. I just need you to be 55 <laughs> and be able to meet that nursing home level of care. Well, you won't, you won't be seeing me anytime soon then, I'm afraid. But as, as amazing <laughs> as this program sounds. Now, you've mentioned you got your start with, was it PACE specifically? It was another PACE location in South Carolina? Or was it a, just a similar program to that? Um, no, it was actually, uh, it was another PACE program that was embedded in a hospital system in South Carolina. Okay. How did you come into that originally? Where, where did you get your start? You mentioned the, being the ICU nurse, but what's the journey been like to, to land you where you are today? Um, I was an ICU nurse, like I said, um, and on, actually, honestly, going through a divorce and 12-hour shifts were not going to cut it. Um, I had three little kids. And, um, one of my friends said to me, um, cause I was looking for something different and she said, you should go to pace. Pace is a really good mom job. Um, I mean, it's Monday through Friday, you know, it's relative generally eight to five ish. Um, and so I, my thought then was like, you know, I like old people. Sure. I can do this, right. I can do anything. I'll be here for two or three years. My kids will be teenagers at that point. Um, and I'll go back to the ICU because I loved ICU. That was my, again, I was just a trauma junkie. So um, I got into PACE and got, I came in as a home care coordinator. So got to make home visits, you know, and in that role, you're going in and you're talking to participants about, um, you have to be careful when your dog gets up that you don't trip over them, or perhaps you need to move this, this rug or let's tape it down. Just things to kind of keep them safe in their homes. Um, and I love that because I like, I'm nosy. So I like to see where people live. You know, I like to see um, how they manage kind of thing. Um, and then I really, I got interested again in just kind of coming from ICU where I was in control of everything. Like if you were on a ventilator and you tried to, you were coming out of sedation, I would just give you more sedation, right? I would put you back down. I would make sure your restraints were tied. We were good to go. I was very much in charge of that. Um, <clears throat> again, PACE participants are a little little um feisty sometimes and so we're not in charge we're not in charge we're collaborating with them and we are we are working with them to meet their goals kind of thing um and i liked that that was fun that was that was a it was fun being able to think about how um what do you need and sometimes it's the most basic things you know we've had participants who i eat on paper plates all the time all i want is is a china is a porcelain plate I mean, and again, for a lot of us, that's something we take for granted, you know, but for a lot of the people we take care of, it's like, wow, okay, cool. Yeah, I can easily get you a porcelain plate. Um, so that was, that was, I kind of got into that bug and then became a center director. And again, I like that. I love the interdisciplinary team. Again, very different than kind of ICU, uh, where it's pretty much the nurse and the doc and a respiratory therapist, you know, but this is, oh, I have to listen. Oh, okay, cool. So physical therapy has something they want to contribute about the participant's mobility. Oh, okay. The doc doesn't, isn't the end all to be all. Like what he or she says is not it. Like we're going to listen to what home care is saying about what they're actually doing in the home, you know, when they're taking their meds. So and I just, again, I just really like that whole thing of how we all collaborate um, together. So became a center director and then, um, um, became an executive director, realized that the, the executive directors or the directors in my hospital system in South Carolina had um, all had their master's degree. So I'm back and got my master's, thought this, you know, I'm setting myself up, right? I'm on the right path here. Um, and yeah, my ED retired and, and I took over and um, it was very much a um, homegrown program. Again, that's a program that's been around for 30 plus years. We opened up pretty 
pretty soon after Unlock did and um, uh, up in San Francisco. And we've done a lot of things um, the same way for a long, long time. So it was fun to kind of get in and stir things up a little bit and mix things up. And what about this? What about that? Um, and then I'd done some consulting with some other programs, knew someone in San Diego who knew someone at Wellby and one thing kind of led to the other and it was like, Hey, do you want to move to Fresno? And so there I am. Fres yes, as I like to call it. Right. That, that, that phrase will never die. I don't think in Fresno, The Fresno is such a, such a negative name. We're going to rename the town to Fres yes. Fres yes. Right. Yep. So quite the traveler then it sounds like as you kind of move throughout the program. Uh, so chose Fresno off of just, it was a new program to, to come to, or, or were you like selected out of a competitive pool of like amazing executive directors that they need, they just needed the top talent to come here and, and work? Or were you the uh, willing sacrifice that wanted to go to Fresno and uh, start things up? Yeah. Um, we were the newest program. There are four other, or there are three other Wellbe Health programs um, before us. The first one opened in Stockton in 2018. Um, and then um, Long Beach opened in 2019, Pasadena in 2020, and then us in, um, they were July of 2020 and we were October. So this was the one that was open. Um, I was not the only candidate for the position, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was the one after uh, nine or 10 or 11 interviews, um, I was the one that was chosen for the position. And thank goodness I had a willing spouse who was uh, born and raised in South Carolina. But when I said, do you want to move to the West Coast? He said, sure. Yeah, let's see what happens. So, And Fresno will never be the same for it. <laughs> a, it sounds like we're very lucky to to have you and your, your leadership here at, at Sequoia Pace in Fresno. So that's fantastic. Uh, now, something that I like to challenge people with on the show is what is your number one tip for somebody in the Fresno area? Now, most people have gone to their favorite uh, hole in the wall eatery or, you know, maybe kind of like a life hack in Fresno. But I'm curious because you, you've got such a unique background and, and you're not necessarily local to Fresno. What would be your number one tip for somebody in the Fresno area? Hmm, my number one tip. Um you know, one of the things that I heard a lot when we were moving here, um, when I told my friends and family I'm moving to California was, oh my God, you're not going to like it. I mean, you're from the South. Right? <laughs> you, talk, you talk to everyone. Um, you say y'all, you make eye contact, you smile, you're loud. Um, and I just, I think um, the one thing I can say is the people of Fres Yes um, need to kind of believe in themselves. Like, y'all aren't bad. Y'all aren't bad folks. I mean, we have made really good friends here already. Um, we have, um, you know, I do still speak to people walking through the Lowe's or Walmart aisle. I am the good morning girl, like always. Uh, I make eye contact and most people speak back, right? Most people, most people return that. Um, so I think that's, you know, just continue to, with that friendliness that Fresno yes, has. I, I, I like Fresno. Fresno is a lot like South Carolina. Um, I like the laid backness of it. Um, I love the, um, you know, we've got great food here. I love the agriculture side of it. Um, I just, again, I think turning that, turning that Fresno into a Fres yes would, is a great place to start. Well, that's kind of the purpose of this show at the end of the day is, is I kind of saw that same need. It's like, there's just not a lot of quality information out there. A lot of people are kind of doing their own thing, head down, like nose to the grindstone, like, don't bother me. I'm doing doing my thing or I'm in my little miniature community here. But it's like, there's so much room, like 
doors wide open, come on in kind of thing. Like let's, let's get some more involvement across everything. So I was really glad that you and I connected because I feel like pace is one of those central points that can really connect a lot of great people together that may not necessarily think that, Oh, you know, I didn't think I had a place over here. You do come on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and I think, I mean, the, the, the different cultures that we have here are awesome. I mean, there's so many different, even here. I mean, I think about in my, my, with my staff and with my participants, I mean, we've got a large, um, a large Hispanic population. We've got a large Hmong population. Um, you know, it's just, it's a melting pot and I love it. We do, when we do staff, um, <clears throat> um, potlucks, We've got some of the best food. I mean, if, uh, if Pace <laughs> closes, we've got some great cooks here that we could definitely open up our own restaurant. Well, with that, uh, if, is there anything else that we haven't hit on yet? Or anything event-wise, anything that you'd like people to know uh, kind of as closing thoughts regarding uh, Sequoia Pace? Um, again, I mean, I think we're just, we're trying to be um, good community partners uh, you know, this is certainly a step in that. Uh, tonight's Art Hop, we're, we're opening. We've got Art Hop going on out here. I've got creative staff and participants who are selling things, and I've got some bakers out there that have some things that they're um, that they're that they've made for people. So I think just you know, if you if you're driving by and you're wondering what that gray building is with the purple Welby sign, come on in. Come on in. Ask for Mindy. You know, we'll give you a tour. We'll show you around. Um, it really is until you don't understand the model. Uh, you don't understand what we do until you see it. Um, and again, when you see the participants hanging out, playing bingo, having a good time, um, coming in on the vans, um, you know, going to going out into the community on field trips, things like that. That's when you're like, oh, okay, cool. Might not be for you today. Might not be for you next year, but there's a neighbor that could benefit from our services. You know, there's your mama or your daddy that could benefit from our services. So I just, you know, Again, if you're in the area, stop by, check us out, look around, all the things. Where else can people find you and find Pace? Do you have uh, any social media outlets or you mentioned the website and I think you've mentioned the uh, the Van Ness location. Anywhere else that people can find and connect with you? Um, we are also Wellbe Health in general. The, the Wellbe Health for all four locations is also on Facebook. So you can see what they're doing at our locations in Pasadena or Long Beach as well. Um, different things that they're doing, different participants that get highlighted um, on that. The website is really good. Our website has stepped it up quite a bit. And so it's very interactive. Um, there's a lot of different um, participant stories. Um, and the cool part is one more thing I'll add. We don't just take care of the participant, right? We take care of their family members as well. Um, I say to people all the time, if, you're, if your mama lives with you and your mama has dementia, you've got a second and third full-time job and you need help with that. Um, and she doesn't even have to have dementia. I mean, any kind of a medical, you know, any kind of a medical um, uh, issue, perhaps. Um, and that's that's what we're here to help you with. We're not here to take her take over care. We're not here to, you know, completely do everything. But we're here to help you keep your mama in the home um, or whoever, whatever loved one it is um, in the home and keep them safe and give you some respite and give you some support and things like that. So when I think about the 423 participants we have, I also think that we probably, there's probably an additional, additional, you know, 800, 900 people that we're touching as well, just by taking care of their loved ones for them. So again, that's huge why we want to be big, you know, community partners and things like that, and just make sure that people are aware of the services that we, that we offer. Well, that's great. It, I love this mission. I love everything that it sounds like Pace is putting on here and that it, 
definitely. I look forward to following up with you in the future and hearing more about how PACES continue to expand and, and connect with the community better. But Mindy, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today, for sharing uh, all of this wonderful information on PACE. We'll be sure to get the website linked up since it sounds like that's the, the main hub there. And I have checked that out myself. Mindy is not just blowing smoke here, everybody. Like it is a good website. It is solid. It, you got everything you need right there. So we'll be sure to get that linked up in the show notes and, uh, and with the, the video presentation. So with that, Mindy, thank you so much. I hope to follow up with you again soon and you have a great rest of your day. Perfect. Thanks, Chris. You too. Thank you. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the Best Life Fresno podcast. Again, thank you to the supporters of this show, viewers and listeners like you, and Creatapult. If you want more of Best Life Fresno, be sure to find us wherever you watch or listen so you can like, comment, and subscribe. Leaving us a five-star review helps out a lot, but the greatest gift you can give the show right now is to tell your friends about us. We'll see you next time on the Best Life Fresno podcast.